You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Morning, Bucknutters. It is Tuesday, July 13th, 2021. I am Dan Rubin. This is the Bucknuts Morning Five and Change. If it's Tuesday, that can mean only one thing. Dwayne Long has joined us on an overcast, muggy day here in the Buckeye State. Dwayne, how goes it? Well, like you said, overcast and muggy. It, it's not going to be a great day around here, that's for sure. It's Ohio, so the weather could change four or five times in the next 24 hours. And as always, we are along for the ride. We have been along for quite a ride on the recruiting trail. Since you last joined us, Dwayne, Ohio State added to its offensive line haul a very interesting prospect who we had not discussed that much before he committed, George Fitzpatrick from Inglewood Cherry Creek. The deeper dive reveals he is a prospect with great potential. Your thoughts on the addition of George Fitzpatrick. Well, he's a good, solid prospect. Uh, I've repeated this many times. I, I am not uh, impressed with this offensive line class. It's just not – there are not uh, a bunch of big-time guys in the class. Uh, you know, so we're in good shape on the offensive line. you got to take line. I mean, you're playing five at a time, and you want to have a rotation of about eight kids. So, you know, you need to keep the numbers up. That's for sure. Uh, but he's good, solid kid, uh, good frame. He moves really well moves really well uh obviously he needs to get in weight room uh but you know in a class where there's not uh, a bunch of elite guys that you can choose from you take what you got what's out there and he's a good solid kid bill Curlick has a story today that everyone is going to need to read about the class of 2022 and who is left on the board at each spot offensive line it looks like they're going to take one or two more guys you know, it's interesting. Greg Stadrawa gets a lot of complaints on the board. I'm not sure those are justified recently, maybe early in his tenure. But if you look at who he's brought in recently, who's going to be starting on the offensive line this coming season, talent is not an issue. I'm not quite sure where that angst comes from. It's probably hard to be on a staff where Larry Johnson and Brian Hartline and Al Washington recruit. I get that. They will take one or two more offensive linemen. Here are some of the names still in contention. Cam Dewberry, Emil Wagner, Tyler Brooker, Zach Rice, Ernest Green. Green's not visiting until the fall. Your thoughts, who would you take? And your thoughts on how Stud's doing these days. Okay, well, I'll start with Stud. It's, it's, I don't think the criticism is necessarily about recruiting. It's just we've, we've always heard that uh, he may not be uh, a great football coach. He may not be a great offensive line coach. Um, I mentioned on the boards that I have a, a good friend who was a college offensive lineman. He's a current uh, Ohio high school coach. And uh, he said he was invited up one time uh, for um, to, to watch practice, you know, the, especially under Trestle, but uh, uh, also under um, Urban Meyer, 
to a lesser extent, they wanted to keep in touch with Ohio high school coaches just to, you know, keep that relationship going. That was one thing that really hurt John Cooper. But anyway, um, he went up to one practice. He knows offensive line play. He was a college lineman. And he said from his observation, it was Wilson coaching and stud was his, his, uh, his assistant. So uh, I, I think that so much of it is, has come from that. And also, I believe it was Louisiana State he was at, and they just kind of let him go. So uh, uh, I remember when he came here that that fan base was laughing at us for taking him. So I think that it goes back that far uh, with stud. But I don't think it, it's got much to do with recruiting. Uh, as far as the, the offensive lineman, uh, I would take uh, Dewberry for sure. Dewberry's a road grader. I was just watching his film. He knocks people down. He blows people off the line of scrimmage. Um, probably going to be a right tackle. Maybe he'll slide inside, but I think he could stick at right tackle. And I would take Emil Wagner. He's so athletic. I mean, I'm watching this guy chase somebody down from behind who had either picked up a fumble or an interception, a defensive back. He chased him down. He caught him. Uh, needs, needs that weight, needs that strength, obviously, but he's, uh, the, he's got in, in this class without somebody that really jumps out at you, uh, taking a guy like that, that you've got so much to build on. And that actually is uh, looking at Fitzpatrick. He's got a great frame on him, moves well. Um, it, he doesn't have bad habits. Like he doesn't bend at the waist, he drops his butt and moves his feet. When kids trying to break kids of that habit of bending at the waist is tough. So, and he's already there. He's already got the, got, uh, this, the, uh, form that you need to really block as an offensive lineman, get your butt out down and fire out. So, um, just taking those raw kids that, that you can build on, they've got the, the, the building blocks there. That's what I would do. I'd take those two. Lest we forget, Wagner is a in-state recruit at Huber Heights, Wayne, and they have an offer out to a guy in the class behind him on the offensive line in Joshua Padilla, so it might be helpful to take one domino the other. We're going to take a quick break, come back, talk defensive back recruiting. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, we are back. Piggybacking on Bill's story again. It seems they are in the mix for two defensive backs. Corner is done, and they are in the mix for two safeties, Xavier Nwankpa and Zion Branch. Of all the positions Bill listed, this was the spot where I could say, I don't care when these two guys want to come aboard. I think we'd take them. Do you feel the same way? Absolutely. Best pair of safeties that, that uh, we've had. And I, I can't remember a recruiting, a recruiting class that had a pair of safeties like those two. They're special. If we could get those guys, you want to talk about a naked jaunt. Those two are special. Um, 
You just put them on the field and let them do their thing. Absolutely take them whenever they want to come on board and be happy as hell about it. Branch has released a top five. It is a who's who of college football. And Xavier Nwankpa is, in most people's eyes, going to decide between Notre Dame and Ohio State. So, yes, it would be great to add these two. No, it will not be easy. These are big-time safety prospects. And like Dwayne said, you could probably make an argument they are, as a prospect, as good as anyone Ohio State has attracted in a good while. We'll finish with this. Got to get a little of real football involved here, Dwayne. Ohio State has some very glamorous first two football games opening at Minnesota and then hosting the Oregon Ducks. Which game concerns you more and why? Not really concerned about either. I want to say that. Uh, we're just we're recruiting on a scale that is unprecedented here. Uh, very few schools have recruited like what we're doing. Um, the talent gap is going to be pretty huge with both. But uh, I would say that um, that uh, Minnesota, just the, the what's going on up there seems to be it really, it, it's huge for them. Oregon beating Ohio State, anybody beating Ohio State is going to be really excited. That's going to be a huge upset. It's one that the fans are going to take with them forever. But Minnesota, it's in conference. I think Minnesota is going to be charged up for that game. I think they've got the better football coach. I just I would say Minnesota, but I'm not really concerned about either one of those games. Oregon, I, I watched Oregon last season a couple of times. They didn't impress me. I was I just wasn't impressed with them. I, I can't believe that they're going to be that much better that they can give Ohio State a hard time. At this point, I'm not super worried about either. I just can't wait to see the Buckeyes play in a completely filled stadium. That is going to be a sight for sore eyes. We appreciate Dwayne stopping by. Have a good one, Butlers. Hello, everyone. It's Michael Richards here. You might have seen me on CBS working on their Champions League coverage over the last couple of years. I wanted to tell you about an exciting new podcast that I've been working on. It's called The Rest is Football. It's me, alongside Gary Lineker and Alan Shearer, two absolute legends of the game. The show combines topical debate from the world of soccer along with outrageous tales from our careers. And I mean, outrageous. Just search The Rest is Football wherever you get your podcasts. All the best from Big Meets.